are never truly lost. Well, okay, sure. Maybe we get turned around for a few days in the woods. Where life just feels like it's getting the best of us. And everything's going wrong. And I'm Mike Martin. And I've stood right where you're standing. Lost. Beaten down. Like nothing's ever going to change. And that's why I built this camp. And that's why I'm inviting you to join me and all the members of this wild community. Because you know what, friend? It does get better. So come along with me into the wild and let me show you this awesome, unique skill set that lays with inside of you. With help from the land, we're going to unlock the steward that's inside each and every one of us that will lead the way out of the darkness and into healing. Here at the Camp of Healing on Project Mindfully Outdoors. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Project Mindfully Outdoors. As always, I'm your host and your guide, Mike Martin. And actually, I got to welcome you to uh, the fishing adventure that I've been going, that I've been on today. And, you know, I figured it was a good time since things have slowed down a little bit here this afternoon. But this morning was actually, uh, it was killer this morning catching a bunch of bass, a bunch of pike, and really uh, just enjoying my surroundings. And, you know, that's really uh, what makes this little setup here behind me so appropriate to set up today's conversation, because it's all about enjoying our surroundings. But in doing so, we owe it to ourselves to honor the responsibility of being prepared for whatever life may happen to throw at us at any given moment. And that's where my guest today, Zeph from MyMedic.com, really, really shared a lot of great insight when I recently had the opportunity to sit down with him and talk about not only my medic, but also just the idea of preparation and readiness when you're out in the field and when you're in the concrete world going about your daily actions. You know, it's something that a lot of us walk around with the idea of it'll never happen to me as we talk about in this conversation. And then we find ourselves in that moment, in that experience of we never thought would happen to us. So being that you have your feet on the ground, it's always best to take into consideration all the variables that you have no control over and do whatever you can to put those as many of those variables into your favor as possible and that's something that we do in every aspect of our time in the outdoors when we're out here hunting fishing hiking whatever it may be we look for any little advantage that we can find you know as i'm sitting here on the shoreline and I'm casting my line out, I'm constantly looking around to see what I can see that can give me a little bit of information so that I can put one more thing in my pocket of being in my favor. And it goes back, you know, way before I ever get in the truck and drive out here. It come, it boils down to what I throw in the pack, you know, so that when I'm out there and I 
encounter some information or a situation. I can do something to shift on the fly or I can take care of whatever that may be. And, you know, I want to thank Zeph for taking the time to help me really build a conversation that I think you're going to be able to identify with and give you something to really think about. So on the flip side of this word from our sponsor, I'm going to give you my conversation with Zeph and I'm going to get back to fishing here. I hope you enjoy the conversation. I'll talk to you on the flip side. This episode is brought to you by our friends at MyMedic. And as you know, this is a partnership that means a great deal to me because there's so much authenticity within their mission of providing state-of-the-art first aid equipment and putting the power in your hands when those events arise that are so dispowering. Listen, we all love walking around thinking that emergencies will never happen to us. However, my medic was founded on an event that cost their loved one their life because they were unprepared. So don't make the same mistake. Buy now and live later. And when you visit mymedic.com, use promo code Project Outdoors 15 to save yourself 15% on your entire order. So swing over to mymedic.com and use promo code Project Outdoors 15 right now. You know, I'm really grateful that you took the time to sit down and have this conversation. It's been an honor and a privilege to be able to, you know, cohabitate and work together and get your message out there, get your products out there, as well as further and push my message. And I feel like a lot of it has come together based off the same sort of thing. And I find that kind of ironic because a lot of what changed my course when I faced my own personal tragedy was Mm -hmm. diving deep into stoicism, which was founded on tragedy. You know, you know, he, uh, endured a massive shipwreck that cost him everything he had. He wound up in Athens and kind of stumbled onto the whole philosophy train and built the school of stoicism that has helped further so many things. And I'm curious, as to how the journey kind of began for you. Yeah. Um, so I'm Zeph. I work at my medic. Um, and uh, I think what's, what's really cool. And there's like a really cool, um, you know, correlation and parallel between your story, Mike, and the company is, you know, things founded around tragedy. Right. Um, so my medic, uh, we're a first aid kit company based out of Salt Lake City. Um, and yeah, you know, we always say, uh, you know, the, the company was born out of a tragedy, but has been able to take that and turn it into something amazing. Uh, we're owned by four siblings. Uh, those four siblings lost their father in a car accident about 10 years ago. Um, it was a normal day driving on his way to work. Um, semi pulled out in front of him, whole thing bled out in the front seat of his pickup truck. No one had any equipment or training to save his life that was immediately on scene. Um, It took EMS about 20 minutes to get there. Uh, And by the time that happened, he had already bled out in the front seat of his pickup truck. With that, the siblings decided, uh, you know, this was an avoidable tragedy. Our father should still be alive. We want to help and work to prevent that tragedy for others. And that's how my medic came to be. Um, so we make life-saving first aid kits for just about everything. Um, and if, if we don't make it for you, if, it, if something off the shelf doesn't work for you, you can definitely modify our kits to do whatever you need it to do. Um, and so now, you know, our, our mission is to 
prepare the everyday citizen for the unexpected emergency, whether you're driving to work on a normal Tuesday or, you know, backpacking 10 miles off a trailhead, um, making sure that you're prepared for um, emergencies that may or may not arise. That's something that a lot of the time as we go through life will be overlooked is the idea of preparation, being prepared for the unexpected. And it happens to all of us. So when that happens, you know, it's like you're kind of looking at the wall and you're like, man, I just hit this wall. I don't know what I'm going to do. But it could have been avoidable. And it had you taken the time to either learn something new, look at a different approach, or even Mm -hmm. in this case, you know, get some supplies together and have them in the back of the truck ready to go. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's really funny because I think I think a lot of people don't a lot of people don't unless you've had something happen to you or you know someone that something has happened to. A lot of people don't think that tragedies and you know accidents and emergencies like this happen very often. But the reality is is that they happen every day um, to you know probably hundreds of people across the country and you know thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of people across the world. Um, and it's so funny to me that I, I talk to people and they're like, and people will say, well, you know, that's never going to happen to me. And my response to them is always, well, I worked in customer service for my medic for a year. And in that year, there was probably at least 50 emails or phone calls we got from customers saying, thank you so much. Your product saved my life or your product saved someone else's life. Um, there's, there's those stories that happen all the time. And then in a general first aid preparedness mindset, I think is another, another thing that people just lack altogether. Like maybe you don't, and don't need to worry about, you should always be worried about it, but maybe you aren't going to be involved in a terrible car accident or have a firearm discharge when you wasn't supposed to, and someone ends up accidentally getting shot, anything like that. Right. Maybe it's, your kid fell and scraped their knee and you don't have band-aids or gauze or anything to make them feel better in that moment. And in that moment, that is an emergency to them, especially I don't have any kids, but every parent I've talked to, you know, when, when kids get hurt, it's like, it's like the end of the world, right? Like parents would pay hundreds of dollars to, to, for, to comfort their kid in that moment of fear and, you know, um, hurt first aid kits especially ours do all of those things they're going to cover you from bumps bruises and scrapes which are going to be the things that we need all the time almost every day for some of us but then they're also going to have the things that you hope you never have to use like tourniquets and pressure bandages and chest seals and the things that can save life um but just a general emergency emergency preparedness but a, a, an awareness about first aid and how practical it can be in your life set aside the trauma stuff, how practical having a good med kit can be in your life, whether you're traveling and you get food poisoning and now you or you're on the, you know, your stomach's upset and you're tra- traveling and now you just dig into your first aid kit and you take some stuff for diarrhea and you feel better. Or is that car accident or you saw someone got hit by a car or whatever you're out camping and someone, you know, takes a nasty fall or they're cutting onions for dinner and they slice a finger off you have those that you also have that equipment to deal with that potentially traumatic and life ending injury. It was that comment though, that, you know, everybody walks around thinking this is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we almost kind of look at it, the situation from like, uh, I don't want to prep for it because then I have to face the fear of the reality that yep. it could happen to me. Yep. And that's, you know, that's a really scary line to kind of tread because mm-hmm. you walk around feeling invulnerable and then all of a sudden you're starting to prepare for something that could happen. Yep. And it, start, it starts to make you wonder. It starts to build that yep. premise of fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's that can definitely happen. I think there's this weird, there's a paradigm, right? Like, self-awareness is so key and being realistic with yourself is 
being realistic with yourself and the things that can happen to you on a day-to-day basis is it can be really difficult. Like, like you said, like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't cross, doesn't not cross my mind when I wake up in the morning and I leave, leave the house and I throw a tourniquet in my pocket. It's that reminder that I may have to use this. Right. Um, And I think getting over that hurdle of recognizing that preparing for these things isn't paranoia and it doesn't cause paranoia at least not and if you have the right mindset about it what it brings you is peace peace of mind knowing that you have equipment ready and you know how to use it and you have the equipment to deal with said fear right or said issue whereas i think a lot of people have very much the ignorance is bliss mindset um and unfortunately i think uh, not unfortunately just that bites a lot of people in the ass right it, it whether it's a life like a life altering accident or just like oh man i really wish i had a band-aid right now type thing right um so just having that mindset and the wherewithal to have that conversation with yourself about your own your own mortality your own reality and the things that happen to people really sets up the framework for being prepared um being prepared from a first aid standpoint but that goes for first aid uh emergency preparedness like you know natural disasters all that kind of all that kind of thing not thinking about it and not treating it like a real thing that happens is i think the biggest mistake that people make and i understandably because it's scary to think about but it's going to be even scarier when that does happen and you're not ready for it you know one thing that the journey over the past few years, <clears throat> excuse me, that the journey over the past few years has really taught me is that idea of looking at vulnerability and taking the story of powerlessness away. Mm-hmm. You know, just looking at it for exactly what it is. And I feel that being a part of the outdoor community and engaging in the hunting, the fishing, and things like that it puts you face to face with those kind of reminders every day that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm out there and for whatever the game may be, whatever's going to end up on the plate. Yeah. The story is over. You know, they, in the end, there is no real control that they have over the situation. Mm-hmm. But if I put myself in say that deer or that fish's mind in space, right. You know, the story's over. There. So, come back to my footsteps it becomes my responsibility to find every tool that i have around me to be able to enhance the moment and prolong it to the next to the best of my ability and i feel like that's kind of the thing that we're really getting at we're looking at here with exposing you know the kits and everything like that is you're putting power within what most people take the story and feel powerless about yeah yeah i I think i think um especially people that hunt and fish um like us you know we have that man i wish i i I really wish i could just take everybody hunting like i wish everybody every single person i knew i wish that i could take them on my last hunting trip or my next hunting trip and just i think a lot of people don't get it but i think what's even more missed is the the lessons that you learn on the mountain or in the tree stand, the lessons you learn about life and mortality and all the, all of the cliche things I could say as as like, as cliche as it sounds like you learn a lot and you learn where you really stand in the world and what your, what your, what, what reality is. Right. Um, and that's why I wish I could take everyone with me because I think it just gives people such a, gives me and people who, who hunt and fish such a unique perspective on life and how things work. Um, and I think that's a, a lot of the reason why I'm so passionate about what I do at my medic and providing and getting people life-saving first aid because I have had that mindset shift. I have had that, that perspective from being in the outdoors, from harvesting an animal, from spending time, you know, five, six days alone in the mountains with my own thoughts and 
my own strengths and weaknesses and inadequacies, um, that kind of that putting yourself in that kind of environment and then then doing those types of stresses really can do a lot to form your mindset and help you to realize a lot of these things that we're talking about. You know, you hit the nail on the head there because I'm standing here having this conversation based on that. It was, you know, falling prey to the stories that depression and anxiety build within us and the self-suffering that really made me lose sight of those skills and those abilities. And then, you know, to get out into the field, into the woods and have to rely on myself it was really kind of like that, that smack to the head that says, hey, look at the reality outside of that story. Step out of it because, yeah, things are difficult. Things are challenging, but you're alive right now. You're doing these things based on your own abilities. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, from there, it really progressed into starting to study and really learn about what it was going on within that moment when you interact with a deer. And there was an article that I wrote back around the rut where I was standing in the tree stand and it was it was a miserable day. And right around noon, this beautiful buck that I'd never seen before came out mm-hmm. and I didn't shoot him. And, you know, standing there thinking to myself, I call myself a hunter, but I'm not shooting this buck. What am I doing? And then I realized when I thought about, you know, the meat, there's a lot of anxiety in the space. And it being the rut, somehow that deer medicine kicked in and realized, you know, I named him Longhorn. And for the fact that Longhorn is out doing his thing, regardless of the fact that whatever's around the corner, he's still doing that mission, relying on the abilities and the skills that he has. He trusts himself. So why can't we, even in the midst of a panic attack or an anxiety, you know, binge, trust ourselves and our own abilities. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when you start to walk a little bit down that trail, you start to realize that not only can you do that to survive, but you can start to pick up things off of the ground, you know, pick up a couple of roots or a couple of nuts, pine cones, whatever, and add it to the experience. So you're expanding and you're starting to really grow and prosper. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can't can't agree more, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) That's really been the fun of this because like I said, I've always done the hunting, the fishing, but I never, until I encountered that moment that changed the course of my life, thought about it in that sort of a sense, that mm-hmm. there is so much medicine out there yep. that if we step outside of survival mode, we can build this camp that we can really enjoy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think... I think... Um, Getting outside can be scary, I think, for a lot of people, especially in today's day and age. Um, you know, I, I, I pride myself in being one of the last, in part of one of the last generations that played outside. I got a <laughs> playground that had recess, you know? Yes. Um, and did that because that's what we, that was the only thing we had to do, not because that was what we chose to do, right? Um. But I think for a lot of people, younger people growing up um, right now, getting outside can be really terrifying. Seems like there's always a big, seems like there's a big barrier to entry, um, especially when you look on the internet, right? Like social media is really great and terrible, um, but it seems like you need all this gear and you need all these apps and xyz product to you know really enjoy the outdoors but truthfully aside from probably 10 things um you really just need to get outside and gain the experience um and jump in head first and that that thing that was so scary initially at least for me, started to become something that I craved, right? 
it started to be a place of solitude, but also a place of therapy, um, a place of solace for myself. And so getting over the hump of getting outside and getting over that, well, you know, there's, there's bears and weather and X, Y, Z emergency could happen. And that's totally true. And like we talked about, you have to be real with yourself about some of those realities. But once you can get over those and prepare for those with the right equipment and skills and knowledge, the outdoors can be a life-changing space. Um, and I know I've personally found such great, great therapy. And again, like I said, just craving to be outside and, and what it does, what it does for me physically, mentally, what it does for my soul, the recharge it gives me. I always feel like I come back from being in the mountains and I'm just like, have so much energy for life and the things I'm passionate about. It, it really can be that with a couple of key pieces of gear. You don't need the $700 XYZ backpacking backpack or whatever, but having a few key pieces of gear, a first aid kit being one of them, and the bravery and courage to step outside and do so with an open mind can really alter like you said and like you said change the course of your life even for people who've been doing it for forever like yourself but going having the mindset and the perspective switch can be truly amazing if it's one of those things because i do a lot of work with people that haven't exactly gotten their feet wet as mm -hmm. far as you know spending a lot of time outside and even become fearful of that idea of once I lose my cell phone connection, what do I do? Yeah. And, you know, it, it's that, that being real with yourself, but being honest and willing to accept the answers that you find. Because we get so caught up in, you know, the world today that we don't rely on ourselves the way that we mm -hmm. really should. Yeah. And that's one of the, one of the first real eye-opening things that a lot of people that I take out into the field walk back to the truck with, you mm -hmm. know, after that first long hike, they're like, man, I did that. And I believe that I could go even further, you know, mm -hmm. the fact that my cell phone didn't work after like the first 10 minutes, it really wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. And it, it's kind of ironic sometimes because you think about the fact that, you know, I've been doing this my whole life. So way before the cell phones were ever there and all this modern technology, I'd just go out and I'd get lost. And if I found my way back in a day or two, great. Or as Daniel Boone, you know, used to always say, maybe I got turned around in the woods for three or four days, but I found my way home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that that's one of those skills that it's so much fun to teach somebody. Yep. Yeah. That, and I think you, you brought up a really good point. Like, I think people are, especially outside, I think people are a lot more competent and capable than what they initially think than this preconceived notion they have of their abilities in their head. Um, like the cell phone service thing is a great example. Like I know plenty of people who I've taken out and they're like, well, isn't there going to be no cell service there? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the point. Like, uh, I want, I want this thing to stop going off. Like, exactly um, and, that, and that freaks some people out or you know i remember my my girlfriend and i took this uh couple friends of ours out camping for the first time and you know like one of the the wife's uh question was like well where do we go to the bathroom and it's like you just go and you dig a hole and you go to the bathroom and you cover your cover your crap and you're done and that was like such a foreign concept but it's like and it seems like such a strange thing given today's modern society um but yeah, I think I think a lot of people are way more confident or way more capable and competent in the outdoors than they think they are. And it's again like we're just you know kind of talking in circles at this point. But it's it's having that that uh, you know the willingness and the courage to try it. And I think I think a lot of people end up getting the bug after their you know second or third fourth trip out, and they kind of get their feet under them and a little bit of a foundation. And it's like okay, this is what I, I want to do this 
for the rest of my life. You know, this is, I want this to be a part of my lifestyle. And then you really get to start to build that deeper connection with being outside and um, the natural world and all of the, the wonderful things that, that that connection can bring into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, one of the things that I love about these conversations is they get so personal and they bring up the stories of how mm-hmm. I got from A to B. And I think one of the best examples I can give to round that out is how in the concrete world, I was constantly walking around looking for my value and my worth mm-hmm. to be dictated to me, you know, to yeah. be given to me by somebody else. And then to get out into the wilderness and realize, yeah, it's my own two feet that are carrying me. It's my own two hands that are, you know, pulling me along or doing what I got to do. So that worth and that value is something that's internal. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I really, truly love about the outdoors is it's a space that is safe. Mm-hmm. And you can go out and you can practice all of these different things that, you know, you pick up either from a book, a video, whatever the case may be. You get this training almost through like a third eye sense because you're kind of watching, you're not doing it. Then you mm-hmm. go out into the space and you're able to put these different skills into practice and hone them. And then it turns around and it actually has impact on, you know, your day-to-day life within the concrete yep. world, yep. which is something that I want to transition into is the fact that, you know, when I made my first purchase from my medic, one thing that surprised mm-hmm. me was the emails that came about the, the actual training, you yep. know, the actual how to do these things. Mm-hmm. That's something that I truly have valued because I think I've learned and gained so much out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my medics really, we're really interesting in, in the space. Like I think, and obviously I have a bias cause I work there, but I think hands down our product is, is the best out there um, for the everyday citizen. Um, but, you know, we recognize that having, having a piece of equipment and knowing how to use a piece of equipment are two different things. And so to help combat that, um, you know, a lot of people don't have any professional medical training on how to use a tourniquet or how and when to use a packing gauze or a chest seal. Um, so we were like, okay, well, what can we do to help people do that? You know, if, if someone just because a first aid kit would have been there when the father was in, a, in his car accident doesn't necessarily mean that someone would have been able to save his life because they would have needed to know how to use it. Um, so we sat together, we got with our, um, our education guy, Billy, he's a former special operations combat medic. He's been doing medicine for like field medicine, combat medicine for 20 years. Um, and we're like, okay, we want to put together a digital course and teach people how, you know, these like three or four basic principles of trauma first aid. Then we're like, okay, oh, and let's, let's give it away with every kit that gets purchased that has those items. Perfect. So put the work in, did that, shot the course. Um, and now when you buy the pro kit from my medic that has tourniquets and quick clot and pressure bandages and chest seals, uh, you're going to get that kit, but you're also going to get a course taught by a medical professional on how to use those things, when to use those things, um, to really just have this, you know, holistic approach to first aid. And which I think is like something that's really missing in a lot of, uh, a lot of the spaces in the outdoor industry. I think everyone loves gear. Not everyone loves to learn how to use it properly. Um, and we wanted to, you know, be different in that way. So that's, that's something that we offer. And then, um, like obviously through our Instagram and our YouTube, um, and our TikTok as well, we also just provide a ton of free educational content, um, on survival and obviously lots of first aid stuff. Um, but then just, you know, sharing things, um, and the knowledge that our crew has between, you know, myself and a couple of others who spent a lot of time outside and obviously Billy, who's got a ton of first aid knowledge, um, just sharing that knowledge with people so they can be more prepared, um, regardless of their, 
their hobbies and what they're using their kits for. So yeah, the education piece has been huge for us and um, we don't plan on stopping. We've got more courses and things coming down the pipeline uh, to help educate people uh, digitally. So it's that concept of once your cup is full and it starts to overflow, you want to tell everybody about it. You know, you mm -hmm. had the experience that changes your course. You learned from it and you perfected the skills. And now you want to share that and you want to put that mm -hmm. out there because it contributes to the greater good of things. You know, it's yeah. not about, it's not about the bottom line. It's more about giving back to humanity. So that way maybe somebody else doesn't have to endure the same experience that you endured because you taught them, you prepared mm -hmm. them. That, yep. That's what I feel is the most authentic version of a mission and will really to draw back to the beginning of this conversation, it's what makes me feel so honored and privileged to be having this talk and, yeah, you know, have this relationship going on. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. We, you know, we, we've been doing this for, we've been doing the MyMag thing for six years now. Um, I've only been on the team for about three, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a ride. And like I said earlier, like, the, the stories we get back and, you know, when we get someone that writes in and says, you know, I use this product to save someone's life, you know, though, those are our paydays. Um, like it's, it's great to have, you know, do well of sales and black Friday and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the days that are real special to us are days when, when the mission is fulfilled, right. When, when the product and the service that we provide, lives up to what stands up to what it's supposed to do and um and we get to hear about that right those those are the most those are the paydays for us like everything else is just cherries on top that's how it is around camp here but you mentioned a word mission yeah i want to dive i want to dive down that rabbit hole because you know we all go through life and we're kind of like, you know, at a, at a moment where we're questioning, hey, is this really all there is? You know, I'm mm -hmm. going to the, I'm doing the grind, working nine to five, you know, yeah. doing the wife, the kids, the family thing. But it feels like I'm missing something. And it, it, it it's that mission, that purpose. Mm -hmm. And being able to discover that. Yeah. And I'm curious as to, you know, your, your take on that. How do, how, how does one go about uncovering and unlocking what their true purpose is so that it's not about just the bottom line. It's about the, the payday being the satisfaction and fulfillment of achievement. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think it loops back to, you know, what you said about having a full cup. I think finding, finding the things in life that fill your cup, is a really good indicator of a personal mission for yourself, right? Um, I think as a company, obviously, the things that have happened to the siblings and um, the owners of the company, I think the mission was, just, I think sometimes life hands emissions, like, I think sometimes it's cut and dry, um, depending on the things that happen to you, but, but finding your own um i think it's something that a can be very personal um i think you know there's no one way to get there um but for me and just where i'm at in my limited 27 26 seven years in existence um yeah i just feel like the things that i do and feel like i get the most return spiritually um are the things that i should be doing more of and the things that make me feel most fulfilled. So typically I, I take those things as my personal mission. So being outside, spending time with friends, um, giving back. And these are all, you know, kind of cliche sort of, you know, answers, but, um, yeah, I think that's, that's my two cents on it, Mike. You know, I, I love that. And there's a line from, uh, the wind is my mother. Bearheart Bearheart talks about that exact same concept, mm -hmm. and that when you almost stumbling to 
their mission in life, you know, purpose. And you start to actually, you know, start, you're not just treading water, but you're actually making progress and fulfilling that. Mm -hmm. It really sings from your soul. And when you start to sing and start to branch out that way, it brings out the authenticity. And that really starts to shine a light on the actual direction that you're intended to go. Yeah, totally. Couldn't agree more. So as we start to wind this down, though, I've got one question that I love to hit everybody with. Sure. And that is that is from the backwoods to the medic office and everywhere in between. Yeah. You've got to leave us with some inspiration and some motivation to continue our journey going forward toward our purpose. Yeah. Um, I think uh, on the, on the product side, what I'd love, what I'd love to leave you, Mike, is just like, cause I know you, you work with a lot of backpackers and, you know, obviously outdoors. So a um, couple product recommendations and then um, yeah, we can, we can go from there. I think on the, on the product side for my medic, I think, something and the adventures like being outdoors is so funny to me like and and the tie-in with first aid because you don't typically think of first aid as an outdoor like it doesn't seem like it's part of the industry um but i think what what first aid can do is keep you outdoors longer which i think is what we all want um you know the last thing you you want is to have a have a nick you nicked yourself with a knife or scraped, you know, really bad scrape knee or what have you be the reason your trip ends short. Um, so a couple products that I think uh, would do real well. Um, we've got a hiker medic, it's super light, um, bare essentials for hiking. Uh, you're going to cover most your most common hiking injuries. So that one's going to be a great one. I think it's also always a good idea to have a, a really good first aid kit back in your truck. That's going to be able to sustain you uh, longer should you need um, our MyFAC line is super great for that, um, which is probably, if I remember right, the kit you have, um, that's probably riding around in your truck came with the training. Yes. Um, yep. And then some sort of uh, it, on your person at all times, it, again, my opinion um, on your person at all times, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's backpacking or driving to work or you're in the office um, is a tourniquet. So, you know, I think a, a lot of the other first aid items, you can kind of improvise chest seals, gauze, roll up your t-shirt, um, stuff like that. But tourniquets are real hard to mimic, especially commercially produced ones. Um, so always having a tourniquet in your hunting pack or in the glove box of your vehicle uh, is always a good idea. Um, yeah, and I think people will get a lot of use out of their first aid kits if they have them available, which I think a lot of people <laughs> don't. So I think they, people think I, I, people think, Oh, I won't use that. And it's like you probably think you won't use it because you don't have one right now and realize it's utility. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that, you know, you, you don't necessarily think you need until you need it. Yeah. And then when you do need it, it's not there and you're in trouble. Yeah. But then again, it's sure. also one of those it's one of those things that you walk down, you know, the aisle at Walmart and you're like, oh, that looks like it's good for five bucks or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, to really as I've discovered, you know, from actually having having this relationship going on, getting the actual gear, you know, actual stuff that is ready and they're in hand. Mm-hmm. really intended for those situations brings so much peace of mind yeah that it makes every adventure that much more enjoyable totally yeah yeah having a first aid kit should be something that you know increases and and deepens your experience outdoors because it's one less thing that you have to worry about there's a lot of factors and variables that that can happen when you know we step outside but having control of some of those or at least a a better grasp on some of those things that can happen can really rich in uh that experience 
it definitely does and i'm learning more and more each day about this aspect of things that i never considered so sure you know the more that i learn the more peace of mind i get and yeah. the more you know with the old hunting adage the things that you can control you want to really pay attention to because there's yeah. so many things that are outside of your control mm-hmm. and the more you hone in on it the more you pay attention to it the better the experience is yeah in the definitely. long run well brother i want to thank you one more time for doing this i greatly appreciate course, it and if you want to let people know where they can reach out to yeah. you my medic anything yeah um we're biggest if you if anyone's into social um social media we're biggest on instagram uh it's just my medic official um mymedic.com is our website um we do tons of training and education like we mentioned uh stuff on, the, on our social and then yeah if you want to you know we run sales and you know provide all sorts of educational content to people via our email list so go ahead and go sign up for that um yeah just yeah i mean i think we're one of the best resources that anyone who spends out time time outside um could have in terms of just having uh you know some skills and some knowledge about taking care of yourself outside um yeah i just would hate for people to miss it so definitely if you're interested go check it out check out our kits um if you've got any questions about what kit might be best for you feel free to reach out to our customer service team um, and we can get you pointed in the right direction awesome Zach. well thank you very much and i'm sure we'll catch up again down the line sometime soon of course yeah thank thank you for mike for the opportunity it's been a pleasure most definitely All right, that's it. That's all. That is the end. We've reached the end of yet another edition of Project Mindfully Outdoors. And one more time, I want to thank Zeph from My Medic for helping me share this really important message with you. But also taking the time to really introduce My Medic to you. Because you know, it was a few months back that I had the opportunity to jump on board and partner with my medic and be able to, you know, bring those life-saving first aid products to camp. And you guys, you guys have been absolutely amazing in your response. And from that, you know, not only myself, but Zeph and everybody else from my from the Mimetic family sincerely wants to thank you. And if you haven't taken the opportunity yet to add the Mimetic packs to your arsenal that you carry every day, then swing over to Mimetic.com and check them out. You'll be grateful that you did. There's an ad image that they use now, which is called Buy Today and Live Tomorrow. And I think that is some of the most powerful and wisdom-filled advice that anyone can pass along. So, like I said, swing over, check out MyMedic.com. Use promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15. Save yourself some money. That way you survive should you ever find yourself in one of those situations. And until next time, get out there in the wild. That's where the stillness and the adventure lies. See ya. Hey friend, it's Mike. And before we get out of here today, I just want to say thank you for being a part of this camp and for tuning in. And I'd love to see you swing over to projectmindfullyoutdoors.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which is jam-packed full of tips, tricks, and everything else you could need for your outdoor adventure. But it's also filled full of important, thought-provoking meditations that can help you when you return from the adventure 
and jump back into your the concrete world and while you're there check out the thing that i'm super excited to be launching this summer and that's the mindful adventure series where you get out here in the field with me and i teach you amazing life saving skills meditation skills that can help you grow and also outdoor wilderness adventure skills that'll help to expand the journey that you're taking and most importantly we'll hit the field and we'll hike and we'll enjoy what it is that nature has to offer so until next time we'll talk soon Hey friends, it's Mike. And as we wrap up this edition of the podcast and we prepare to go through our adventure of the day, I just want to take a second to say thank you. To say thank you for tuning in and being a part of this camp. You know, it means a lot to me and it really blows my mind just how far we've come and really how far we still have to go. So if you found any value in this show, I invite you over to projectmindfullyoutdoors.co. And while you're there, I'd really love for you to sign up for the newsletter, which is jam-packed full of special offers, tips and tricks for not only the outside wilderness, but also the everyday walk of life as well. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. And there's never any spam, and you can also unsubscribe at any time. So I hope to see you there. And until next time, my friend, get out there in the wild. That's where the stillness and the adventure lies. See ya.